Last week was D23 Expo, and there were lots of announcements, but not so much news. We'll hit some of the high and not-so-high points, then we'll talk about the fireworks dessert party at Magic Kingdom, all in Episode 107 of the Mickey Fall Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me, as always, my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. So, I don't know, I, it's been two days since D23 Expo ended. Yep. Still haven't absorbed all of it. The park news was not as exciting, I guess, to the rest of us as it was to Josh. Yeah. Is that a fair way to put it? I think that's a fair way to put it. I think I think Walt Disney World was overlooked quite a bit. Certainly feels that way. Yes. We'll we'll talk about that specifically in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um I just, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm very uh, yeah. I, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of things that could have been discussed and weren't. Yeah, and probably should have been. Yes. But, I don't know. I mean, I don't get paid the big bucks to make those announcements. So, they announced what they wanted to announce. I right. love that. I, I actually think my personal opinion, is it based on location? Because it was done out there. I think it was highlighted differently. I think if it had been done here, it would have been highlighted differently. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, it's... Like I said, it's my I don't know opinion. if it's always out there. It's almost always out there. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I think they certainly... Look, I get that they can do more with Marvel everywhere else than they can here. And that's what they're into right now. Yeah. But we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we start off with news? Okay. Um, first and foremost, all of the Halloween parties are sold out. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a surprise? Um, yes and no. I was surprised. Actually, I was really surprised that it took so long to sell out all of the Octobers. I thought the Septembers would still be hanging. October is expensive. I know. But, I mean, they're not ridiculous expensive, but they're expensive. They're the most expensive. Right. But I would think as it gets closer to Halloween, people would want to be here during Halloween. I was more surprised that the September ones sold out as quickly as they did. That was my pers- that's my own yeah I, thoughts. You know, August was cheapest, and then September. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think I'm surprised with the amount of people that jumped all over the Christmas party last year, mm-hmm. and then to have the actual Halloween party Halloween party come back right. I don't think I was surprised. Yeah. 
And the Christmas parties are going to start selling out too. So yeah, glad we got our tickets. I know. There are new foods at the Disney World resorts. Gasparilla Island Grill at Grand Floridian has two new breakfast items, the acai bowl with house-made acai sorbet, strawberries, bananas, blueberries, granola, and agave. Actually looked really good. Also, they have an egg white breakfast wrap with egg whites, spinach, roasted tomatoes, and feta served on a flour tortilla. I can't stand cooked spinach. Sounds delicious to me. Yeah, I mean, other than that. Both of those sound really good. If it's not cooked spinach, I guess I'm interested anyway. (laughs) I don't really like egg whites. They don't have any taste. I like them. I know. Yeah. So then they also have um, lunch, dinner, sandwiches, and flatbreads available. They have an Italian sandwich. has ham, salami. Uh, capicola, provolone, lettuce, tomato, onion, banana peppers, Italian dressing, olive aioli, and served on a sub roll. Then they have a caprese sandwich that has yellow, red, and fire roasted tomatoes, mozzarella, arugula, lettuce, basil, sherry vinaigrette, basil aioli, and balsamic reduction on a roasted tomato. Focaccia? Focaccia. Okay. Say it again so I can cut it in. Focaccia. Okay. Then they have a Cuban sandwich uh, with mojo roasted pork, ham, Swiss pickle, and mustard on a Cuban bread. Blackened chicken. It's not a Cuban. I know that. I'm just telling you what they said it was. (laughs) It's not that hard. It's got to have salami. Just it has to have salami. Like, you know, lettuce and tomato, there's a whole argument about that. But, uh, <laughs> all of these places, it's like you do a mojo roasted pork and put it on probably a French bread, but call it Cuban bread. And they call it a Cuban sandwich. And it's so annoying. <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> Tampa's the birthplace. It's so annoying when places screw up that sandwich. I know. Seriously, it's like making a Monte Cristo and not deep frying it. Like, I mean, it's just not the sandwich. It's so annoying. Anyway. Yeah, I saw something. Somebody made a Monte Cristo. I'm go, and they're doing it on the grill. I'm like, How? that's not a Monte Cristo. No, it's a grilled cheese with ham. Right. And they also have a blackened chicken sandwich with blackened chicken, pepper jack, and coleslaw served on a brioche bun. Last is a broccoli and roasted tomato flatbread. Roasted garlic, mozzarella, broccoli, fire roasted tomatoes, and ricottas served on a house-made dough. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. You sound very excited about that. For dinner, they have a mojo chicken bowl with... The mojo chicken, jasmine rice, sweet potato, cilantro, scallion, aioli, and black bean and tomato salad. Then they have a plant-based one, which basically is mojo 
Sitan made with all of the same items. Okay. Um, the backstretch pool at Saratoga mm-hmm. has a New York style hot dog, which is a hot dog in New York style onions. I don't know if that's like the onion relish or what, but it didn't really describe it. Yeah. And buffalo chicken nachos. Okay. Which sounds good. Buffalo sauce, creamy blue cheese, queso, and celery. Served with the Saratoga house chips, which are actually really good. Yes, they are. Okay. Sunshine Seasons at Epcot has a breakfast sandwich that's ham, egg, and cheese on a Kaiser roll served with fresh fruit or overnight oats or Greek yogurt. And for lunch, they have a roast beef sandwich, a Mediterranean... That one looks special because it's got chimichurri aioli, which seems like a weird mix of flavors, but yeah. okay. Yeah, um, A Mediterranean vegetable sandwich. And then they also have fish tacos that's available daily before 4 p.m. People really like fish tacos. I, know, I don't I get, get it. it. I don't understand it, but people really like them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Fish and tacos just don't sound like they should go together. I like fish. I like tacos. Yeah. Not necessarily on the same plate. Right. (laughs) The Disney Parks float is returning to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with the full cast they're going to put on. So it's Spider-Man, Black Panther, Maribel, Mulan, Raya, Princess Tiana, Prince Naveen, Cinderella, Prince Charming, Moana, Jasmine, Aladdin, Rapunzel, and Flynn Rider. Last year they had like two or three on the float. Yeah, right. So now they're going to do the whole float, which I think is good. Okay. And they... <laughs> you sound so excited about it. It's just so weird. I mean, obviously they're going to have Black Panther, Mirabelle, Tiana, and Naveen. Probably have to have Cinderella, Prince Charming, and the rest are kind of just random. Yeah. So, so cool. Uh, there's some DVC news. The Wicked Wind Down is going to continue at the top of the world now through October 12th. Mm-hmm. $55 a person for qualifying members receive a guaranteed seat at Top of the World Lounge and a choice of cocktail, appetizer, and dessert. You can check in beginning at 8 o'clock. Um, overall, um, Top of the World Lounge opens up at 6 p.m. each night. From what I understand, like if you get up there at 6 and you're not doing the wind down, if it's, you know, quote unquote, sold out at eight o'clock, they'll ask you to leave. But um, we went in the last time we were there was after the fireworks. Yes. And it wasn't full. No, there was maybe. So, I mean, that also was like 10 or 1030 or whatever. Right. So anyway, I it's fun. I still like it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seem to be concerned with the decorations 
Right. It's not a theme bar. No. Like, it never was. Right. It's just a, you're on top of the world lounge. So I think it's kind of cool that there's, you know, some costumes for a photo op and the decorations. I, I will continue to complain about the lack of high tops. I just prefer those, but. Right. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I like what they did with it for the most part. I don't necessarily like having to pay 55 bucks to see the fireworks up there, but. Right. I guess that's what it is now. Right. But I, and that's only if it. Full. I don't know. I mean, cutting it to whatever they call it, membership extras or whatever that's called now. Mm -hmm. um, Probably helps some with that. I would think so, yeah. Uh, DVC members gain access to hundreds of hotel options through Interval International as the timeshare manager dissolves its own trading program. So DVC Senior Vice President and General Manager Bill Dirksen revealed that it will soon launch a new hotel hotel booking program in conjunction with uh, Interval International. Through the new program, members will gain access to hundreds and hundreds of hotels, which can be booked with a combination of cash and DVC points, so that's kind of cool. Apparently, a new search tool launched on the 12th of September and members are able to search for accommodations by date, destination, hotel brand, and other factors. Existing reservations through the concierge collection will be honored, but new reservations will not be accepted through that program. Well, now, because today's the 13th. Right. Um, it is only available to members who qualify for membership magic by owing, owning at least 150 points direct. Or people who were previously grandfathered in. Right. And extended evening hours have returned or are returning to Hollywood Studios. So, but I don't know how big a deal it is. It's two days, apparently. Thursday, December 15th. Thursday, December 22nd. Eligible resort guests will be able to access Disney's Hollywood Studios from 9 to 11 p.m. Yes, and it looks like all of the all of the rides will be open as well. Because huh. I know some of them. That's cool. Yeah, some of them aren't always. So this weekend was the D twenty three Expo. Yes. It was what Friday. Yes, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. It kind of felt like Disney Plus Day was included, and I'm sure that's what they were going for. Yes. You know, with bringing out, what, Pinocchio, Thor, something else, can't remember what, though. Uh, On to Disney+, Plus, so they kind of made it, you know, roll in, which was cool. Right, right. And there were, the ear hat was kind of cool that they gave away it. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty Hollywood cool. Hollywood Studios, yeah. You know, I don't know that I saw one single picture of anybody in one of the photo ops. I don't recall that either. I don't know how great they were. But. But apparently there was a whole bunch available on the. Yeah, the AR 
things right. on to Genie Plus. Right. <clears throat> so, anyway, Friday kicked off D23 2022. Yes. And they did the Legends induction, I guess. Awards, whatever they would be. Right. Like the whole cast of Frozen, the whole cast of Grey's Anatomy. I mean, not the whole cast. The primaries <laughs> of it, and then primaries of... And it really shows you how these actors need somebody to write for them? Yes. Like, like not to be overly critical, but Ellen Pompeo's speech just it sucked. It was terrible. Like, it was so awkward. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey's was okay, but not very kind of stilted. Yeah. Josh Gad's was hilarious. Josh Gad was great. Josh Gad has created his own TV shows. Right. He you knows know, how to write. The one where he was the president's son and Jenna Elfman was in it and all that. Like, that was his TV show. He knows how to write. Right. Um, Anthony Anderson, same kind of deal. His was great. Right. But, like, the actors... <laughs> Kristen Bells, Kristen Bells was pretty good, but she again, she, you know, created her own TV show. Right. The rest of them just seemed forced in a yes. lot of ways. Yes. The Imagineers were so great. They were. Their speeches That Rob, were... whatever his name was, uh -huh. and the, um, the lady from Hong Kong. She was amazing. Hers was hilarious. She was absolutely funny. She was she was fantastic. Yeah. She was great. And so thrilled to, for the whole thing, you know. So yeah. It was super cool. You could tell she was just excited to be um, there. The music guy, and I can't remember what his name was. But, you know, when telling the story about Phil Collins playing the Tarzan song over the phone and the movie wasn't even done. Like, Phil <laughs> Collins was so excited he just wrote this song. <laughs> basically forced it into the movie and the guy was like well the chorus is great but the verse needs some work he's like you're right he goes he called me the next day with the song finished the way it is in the movie like you know it's just so cool and he's like you know he's like as a kid i didn't think i would be the one telling phil collins hey your songs yeah <laughs> yeah so those were really cool they were great yes they because they were very genuine and my two favorite parts. Yes. Josh Gad calling out the guy who didn't hire him to be a jungle <laughs> skipper crew. That was uh, funny. Jungle cruise skipper in Orlando. Right. And Anthony Anderson handing Chapik the trophy so he could take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very classic. Like, I, I love that. Like, yo, hold this for me. You know, those are my two favorite parts of that. Uh-huh. And Kristen Bell was, you know, a close third. She was she was really good. She's very cute. Yes, she still. is. Tiny person, too. Yeah. Um, then we didn't pay a lot of attention. Yeah, the then they really... Well, well, we went to Disney, so we didn't pay a lot of attention on Saturday. Right, but Friday after the Legends thing, they did a lot of the video stuff. Yeah, and the games. Video games, and, and I'm like, all right, I, I, I've had enough of that. Right. Because it was still, because I'm still working, so it was on your computer behind me, and yeah, I'm listening yeah. to it, and then I finally just go, I can't listen to these games anymore. I can't. Right. <laughs> no, there was a lot of in the weeds stuff there. Yeah. Um, 
let me say this. I don't know. Allegedly, JPEG got booed. The mic and the feed went out. Right. And believe me, if you ever find it on YouTube, it's not going to be in there. Right. And all of our friends, you know, thanks JPEG and all the rest. Right. I'm going to say this. Not standing up for the guy. God knows he doesn't need me to stand up for him. Bob Chapik's job is to make money for the company and make money for the shareholders. Correct. Half of those he's doing, he's not really making money for the shareholders. I don't know if they're paying dividends or not. They may still be. They probably are. Right. But the stock is tanked. But every stock is tanked. And today, it went to the bottom of the tank. But can't really blame him on that because every stock sucks. Right. It's not just him. Right. Causing. Yeah. It's just what's happening. Right. Um, I heard today on a pretty reputable Disney podcast. Park attendance is down 17% and they have record profits. So their whole plan of raise money until people stop coming is working out, first of all. Yes. But he's making a ton of money for the company. And as long as that's happening, he ain't going anywhere. Right. (laughs) You know, as much as the fans wish he would, the people who actually make that decision seem to be fairly happy with him, which is why they renewed his contract already. I mean, bottom line is money. It's yeah. The so I line. guess my point is that while I would continue to take ride photos wearing Bob Chapik's face, which needs to be updated now to include that horrible beard, <laughs> I think we're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. So I did yeah. like the modified version of one of our one of our friends did though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chris Futrals was pretty funny. So, anyway, enough with that. There's our Friday thoughts. Yes. Such as they are. We didn't pay any attention on Saturday. Zero we went attention. to Disney. We <laughs> we'll lead right into Sunday right here. So Saturday night we watched Enchantment for the first time with the new three minutes or whatever it is at the beginning. Right. It changed the entire show. Should have been there since day one. Made it way, way better. Yes. It, I'm still, I guess, say it's as good as Harmonious. No, it's not. But it had a lot more. Em- it tied it all way together. Better. Way better. And I actually, for the first time, and I've seen it five times already, five or six times. The first time I actually had felt emotion watching it. You know. Other so, than Tinkerbell I put on Facebook, you know, what's your favorite thing? And so let's just jump into that because everybody said the same thing. Actually, we'll. The whole thing started with Jordan Fisher and somebody. I don't know. Leave it. Yeah. Um, 
there was a woman singing with him. I have no idea who it was. I assume the person who sings the song on the fireworks show for Happily Ever After. Oh, that was on the D23 thing? Right. Actually, it wasn't, but... Okay. Yeah. Anyway. um, But they're bringing back a version of Happily Ever After. Right. I don't know. Some people think they're just going to stick Happily Ever After song into Enchantment. I mean, overall, that's probably a pretty good guess because, truthfully, other than the song, there isn't a whole lot of difference between Enchantment and Happily Ever After. <laughs> Some weirder versions of the songs instead of the original versions from the films, which we've already talked about that right before being a problem to us. Yes. But anyway, it's coming back. What I think is that, you know, here's my personal opinion. Thoughts, which are worth exactly what you're paying for them, to listen to this podcast. Um, They spent a lot of money to put projectors down Main Street. Yes. And so there's going to be projections down Main Street. Right. And Encanto wasn't in Happily Ever After. And there's no way it's not going to be. Right. So I think there's some of your changes. Yes. I'm sure they'll throw, you know, some updated stuff, which is fine. Rick Forbes, I think, summed up what all of us are thinking about. Rick Forbes, Monorail Tales podcast, friend of ours. Yes. His favorite thing from D23 is enchantment leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Happily ever after returning enchantment just doesn't stick with me. I can't remember anything about it. And that sums it up right there. Yeah. Everyone sings happily ever after everyone knows the song. Yeah. I don't know if it's the magic is calling or the other one that they wrote for this. That's even in the fireworks show where happily ever after I can listen to just the song and know where the fireworks go. Exactly. Can't do that with, Enchantment. Uh, the only honest to God thing that I can remember about Enchantment is they mix in the Panic at the Disco and the Adina Mendel Which you love Menzel version of um, Into the Unknown. Which is fantastic. I like Panic at the Disco. I've always liked them. They're Fallout Boy with talent. Yes. Um, and that's the only thing I can remember about the show ever. And I just saw it the other day. Now, I mean, now I remember. Walt and Roy and Mickey and that from the new one. Right. And then Mickey at the end. Yeah. Which is. So. Anyway, it is what it is. So Happily Ever After is coming back. I know. I'm. Somehow. Some way. Well, at least we know the song is. Because the song has a lot of emotion. It really does. I I mean. Okay. If you. Remember in WandaVision. I can't remember the name of the book. But there was this thing that the white vision said, like, if you have this ancient boat from 5,000 years ago or 50,000 years ago or whatever. Right. And over the years, to preserve it, you change this board, that board. No longer a 5,000-year-old. And eventually, you've replaced every board. Is it still a 5,000-year-old ship? If you have Happily Ever After and you have the song in it, but every scene is different, is it still Happily Ever After? You're not wrong. So, 
in some shape or form, it's coming back. We don't know what that is. Yes. Moving along now. <laughs> that took a while. That was the big announcement. I mean, that really was the big announcement for Disney World. Well, they made one other announcement. Okay, but that was the big announcement. Yes, that was the big announcement. Like, that's the only thing. Splash Mountain's changing to Tiana's Bayou Bayou Adventure. We already knew that, and it's not happening now for another two years. Right. Moana Journey of Water and the Communicore are opening at Epcot. We know that. Not for a year. Right. Not going to be till 2024, they said. Tron Light Cycle Run is finally going to open in spring 2023. Right. Uh, I, I mean, some of these things are things that have been going on for, I don't know, three years, five years. Right. Moana Journey of Water has at least three years. Tron's at least five. Mm-hmm. Splash Mountain, uh, that was what, 2020 they announced that, 2019. So that's three years already. Yeah. We're shut down. Was it before? So that was 2019. So it's three years that we've known about that. Right. Because our, yeah, 2019. Figment is going to be doing a meet and greet at Epcot. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I would assume based on location, 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 that means Wreck-It Ralph is leaving, which is probably about time. Right. Um, But it makes sense to put Figment there or put Mickey and Minnie there and Figment where... Well, Ralph was something, you know, but it's got to be right there. You can't have it across the park. No, not got to be at Journey of Imagination. And I don't even think it makes sense, like in Future World, where Mickey and or Minnie and Joy and Pain and all that used to meet. I just don't think those make any sense either. No. So the second best thing that's happening at World is the Hatbox Ghost coming. Yes, it's a cool animatronic. It's amazing animatronic. By the way, uh, one thing I wanted to say about Figment. Yes. So we get Figment, which is cool. But Disneyland gets Grogu, Mandalorian, and this 19-foot-tall Robo-Hulk. Well, the Robo-Hulk, they can have him. Yeah, it was really kind of weird He was looking, really but... creepy, but... The, the technology is cool, and I hope it's used on other things that are more life-size right. but, eventually. But, but the Mandalorian and Grogu? I, I really don't care. I, it's, um, I, I really honestly don't care about Mandalorian and Grogu because it doesn't fit I know, the but... timeline. And when you're screwing with the timeline of something, I don't know, just ain't right. But... If, if we get it and they put it in the launch bay, I'm cool with it. Right. But we've got the same exact galaxy's edge. Why do you only put it there? They don't love us. Well, I understand that, but that's the part that I find right. frustrating. We're not in their backyard. Bob Chapik comes over here, you know, once a year or so. and Right. But we've got the same. I know. Man. Um, the last thing. It's actually happening. A new nighttime spectacular is in development for Epcot and will debut in 2023. So harmonious. Sorry to go. So first of all, we did Epcot Forever that lasted for like five minutes. Yeah. But they, 
when they released and Harmonious, because Epcot said... Forever was a stand-in for Harmonious. Remember this, right? That was the to get us from Illuminations to Harmonious. That's going to Epcot for everything, right? That's going to be like less than a year. Epcot Forever, right? Less than a year, and then you're going to get Harmonious. Which, Harmonious has been less than a year, and they've already announced it's leaving. Which is crazy because Harmonious is, has been less than a year. And they've already announced it's being replaced. And, and Harmonious is fantastic. That one, I don't understand why you're changing that one. Enchantment. Now, now, the other thing that everybody's been going on about is what are they going to do with the fountain? They're not getting rid of them. They're not getting rid of those fountains. They're using no. the fountains. Projections on water is a huge thing with them right now. Look right. at World of Color. Uh-huh. Look at, or, yeah, World of Color, right? What's the one? Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Everything's about them shooting water in the air and showing right. pictures on it. Uh, the Illuminations thing in France that we just watched the other day. Right. It's all about that stuff. Yes. So the fountains aren't going anywhere. Maybe they'll finally sink them, but they're not going anywhere. Right. Or I'd be very surprised if they did. It'd be nice if during the day they actually did something. Yeah. Well, right. Like we were told we were going to get. Right. The when daytime we were told fountains. that we were getting Mary Poppins and we were. Getting, right. So, I don't know. I feel like, all right, the last two things they announced <laughs> that they didn't even announce. They literally had like a brainstorming meeting on stage. They, they, they <laughs> well, a, it really they was a staff a, meeting on stage. That's pretty much what it was, yeah. You know, hey, we've got some ideas. Cool, show them to me. Yeah, and now people have gone off the chain that all this stuff is immediately changing. Oh, my God. And- I, they broke ground on Animal Kingdom today, right? Is that what somebody said? No, just the way they're <laughs> reacting. Some lady the other day on Facebook, oh my God, I can't even sleep at night. I'm crying because of dinosaurs. <laughs> really? Because in like 30 seconds, they could retheme that thing to Indiana Jones. And it's exactly the same ride. Yep. Same vehicle and everything. Yeah. Same track, same path. Same yep. Uh, Disney is exploring a retheming of Animal Kingdom's Dino Land that could incorporate Zootopia and Moana, but it is still very early in the blue sky ideation process. Right. Tomorrow said. I don't know. Is Moana that big a movie that it needs like all this stuff? I mean, it already has an area. It has the whole thing. At the Epcot. whole area. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a fountain, but I, I don't know. So Animal Kingdom is. You know, Animal Kingdom was supposed to be a zoo, right? And they were going to, and if you look on the Tree of Life, there's like a dragon, right? Right. Because they were going to have a land that was mythical creatures or fantastic beasts, whatever, where they find them. And they kind of went like, you know, it's supposed to be a zoo. So now you got Pandora. I mean, at least Zootopia's got animals. Yeah. Although, you know, maybe you could stretch and say that's fits. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that dinosaurs particularly fit, but they were at least a real thing. Yeah. Avatar that... Is not a real thing. Right. So Nothing Zootopia, about it is real. Zootopia is not a stretch for them. I understand. Like, Avatar should be... 
behind Launch Bay or something in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's a it, movie. It's not. Right. It is have its own area, which is fine. There's legit like one animal. I know. <laughs> right? I know. It's not even animal themed. Like, I mean, you know, the Yeti. I mean, Yetis are real, but. Just, you know, they've gotten away from their goal. They've gotten away from their goal at Epcot. It's like all IP now. So then they had these imaginary people talk about beyond Big Thunder Mountain. That's what they kept calling it. That could include Santa Cecilia's Dia de los Muertos from Coco. And the Madrigal's Enchanted Casita from Encanto. And a place overrun by Disney villains. I make it a really huge stretch. Because if you know where Big Thunder Mountain is. Right, Frontierland is supposed to be themed on the American Old West. Okay. So Mexico's there. Yeah, that that, that would make sense-ish. But Big Thunder Mountain is on the north end of Frontierland. Yes. So Mexico being north of the American Old West doesn't quite fit for me. But I know that's where they got land. I know. And most people don't understand in there that you're north. It's north right. of that. So. I, this is a, hey, there's some land over there. We could just throw everything at it. And it won't fit. But this is what we could do. So I don't know. The fact of the matter is those last two things at Animal Kingdom and Walt Disney by the and Walt Disney and Magic Kingdom, by the time they come to be are like gonna be way less and completely different. Because they're gonna have some other movie come out next week that's gonna be bigger than whatever that movie was, Encanto. And they're going to go, oh, crap, we got to make a land for that now. Right. So, I don't know. I Those two things, I, I think it was, to be honest with you, I think it was really dumb for me even to have that whole part of the presentation. Because all it did was get people really, really excited about something that's not going to happen. Right. And they're going to have to hear about it for the next 10 years until it officially doesn't happen right we've been hearing about this villain's land villain's park villain yeah because it was going to be a fifth that, means that was projected to be a fifth gate right for 20 years right so that's just the idea that won't die right and no idea dies at disney which is good right but i mean so i don't know we went on longer than i thought we would with this but it i don't know the whole thing was disappointing basically really what is what is Disney World getting? Tron, which is already being built. It's taken forever. I mean, it's already there. Right? They're already riding it. Right. We're getting a character meet, a new animatronic in the Haunted Mansion. Everything else is already stuff that was announced years ago. That is already in the works. That they're already working on. And we're getting two nighttime spectaculars, apparently designed by people who made such horrible mistakes with the other ones, they couldn't even make them a year. Right. So I have a lot of faith in you guys. I don't know. I, the whole thing was disappointing. I'm excited about the hat box. Hat, hat box. 
Ghost. I am. That's also something they could have released. So is Figment. They could have put that on a blog post. I mean, this you don't close it for a month to put one character in. They okay. take a, they take characters in and out of there all the time and never close. They do it at night. So yeah, uh, the whole D twenty three parks part was, I don't know, just a letdown. Like, yeah. I didn't expect them to announce a fifth gate or a, I don't know, something better than Guardians ride. Yeah, I mean nothing for the fortieth for Epcot. nothing for the fortieth for Epcot. I which is so a month ago I expected we were going to get big announcements this week. Although I already thought it was a little late to start that. Right. But basically, their celebration was, "Hey, we're going to be celebrating the fortieth of Epcot, and look at what we're doing for the thirtieth in Disneyland Paris with the drones and the right." And they, I mean, every other park has know, these. Tremendous spectaculars for yeah. oh, and milestones. for the hundredth, but yeah, which the hundredth is a huge deal, bigger deal than the fiftieth, not just because it's a bigger number, right? But, but yeah, they're just ignoring Epcot's fortieth. I, I mean, I, I guess I understand Maybe the park's in a shambles with all the construction. So right. do you really want to? Man, I, I expected something. They, yeah, they could have done something. But no. So anyway, that was D23. Okay, so I think that is going to wrap up our look at D23. <laughs> like everyone else's. Yeah. Well, people have some of their own opinion. Yeah, they do. And everybody's entitled. Right. And everybody's looking at it a little different. Yes. You know, what they expected and what they took from it. So, I guess before we close, um, we kind of talked about it last week, but we are doing some live streaming on streaming the magic. Yes. From, well, we thought Disney. <laughs> so, we've done Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom mm -hmm. so far, right? I think yep. that's it. So far, that's it. Yep. Those two. Uh, this week on Friday, which is the 16th, yes. we're going to live stream at night, like 7 to something, Right from Disney Springs. We are. And if the weather holds up, we're going to do the Amphibicar. I know. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. We've been wanting to do it. Yeah. And this so now there's an excuse. Now there's an excuse. Exactly. Because we saw a bunch of them launch from the boat from when we were at the boathouse. Yeah, I want to ride in the tow car. In the I don't want to get like broken down out there and have <laughs> them come do it. I just want to ride in the tow truck. I don't think the tow truck actually goes out. It does if one gets stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to be evacuated on that. Right. So we're doing that, and then Saturday. Mm -hmm. We're going to do something we haven't done in, you keep saying 20, I think like 15 years. Okay. I know we haven't done it since we moved into this house 11 years ago. Right. So we are going to go to Bush Gardens. Yes, we are. And we're going to live stream at 2 o'clock from there. And it'll be just as fresh to a lot of people as it will be to us because 
It's a lot different park. Yes, it is. Now. But it is only like three miles from our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which is... 16 blocks. Which is... Basically. A big bonus. <laughs> right. So we're going to do that on Saturday. So check us out on Streaming the Magic. Mm-hmm. On Facebook. Yes. Uh, and on the web. StreamingTheMagic.com. Yes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, uh, at MickeyFile underscore podcast. Or on Facebook in the Mickey File Improvement District. <laughs> welcome, Sarah Beth. Yes, welcome. Uh, podcast is available everywhere you find podcasts. So there's that. Apple, Spotify, all of those. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, rate, review, all of that stuff for us. It'll help. Tell us how we're doing and help other people find us. So, and you can just, you know, shout out to people in real life. Tell them to listen to the Mickey File podcast. And that's it. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Thank you. 